my name's Ian Stocks and I'm just wanting to welcome you to the next in our podcast series from Smales Goldie. Um, this time I'm going to be talking to David Hibbert, who's our Corporate Tax Director, about the subject of R&D tax credits, of which David is uh, our resident expert. So welcome, David. Hello, morning again. Uh, first question, uh, am I, as a client or potential client, potentially missing out on R&D tax credits? Possibly. It is the fact that generally companies do not claim enough um, R&D tax credits. And regionally, the Yorkshire and Humber region are one of the worst offenders. They claim the lowest amount of all the regions in the country, pretty much. The main, well, the main reasons that companies are in the UK generally do not claim R&D credits is because they aren't aware of the scheme or of the benefits or they don't think it will bring them, they think it will bring them into HMRC's radar and they think it will cause HMRC to inquire into them. This isn't the case. Some even think it's tax avoidance. It is not. It's a government sanctioned scheme to generally to, to encourage companies to innovate and carry out research and development. Uh, right, okay. Uh, so. Is R&D tax relief available for our SME client base? There are two schemes. There's a large company scheme and an SME scheme. Of the two, the SME scheme is very generous. It's far more generous than the large company scheme. An SME will get tax relief for 230% of its qualifying spend. That gives you an effective tax rate of nearly 44% compared to the main corporation tax rate of 19% currently. Um, Any SME... The SME definition is basically twice that of the EU definition, so it's up to 500 employees, etc. So even a relatively large businesses will be SMEs for this purpose. So that really would cover quite a lot of our client base then. Indeed, yes. Good, excellent. So I suppose the next burning question is how do I know if I'm actually carrying out research and development work? I think if you are developing a new product product or a new process or an improved product or process, then there's an element of R&D present in that work, um, almost certainly. For if you're, so, for example, if you're manufacturing, you might be manufacturing the same product but using different materials, such as recycled plastic feedstocks rather than virgin feedstocks, uh, which brings its own problems and trials compared to um, the, what your old process. Um, you might be manufacturing the same thing in a more energy efficient manner. You might be trialling something which will enable you to do this. You may have an idea of developing your own machine to do it. Or, or, or equally, if you're in engineering or including civil engineering, you will be carrying out R&D if you are using new materials to build or make something um, or overcoming problems with the difficult terrain if you're building buildings and stuff. Uh, obviously. Information IT has got lots of uh, examples where people are writing bespoke software or they are using um, di- using different programs or applications are being integrated together. Um, so basically, I think the bottom line is it doesn't have to be rocket science. Oh, right. Okay, then. So uh, I suppose the next question would be, how do I know if my project would actually be eligible for uh, this sort of relief then, David? Well, in order to qualify for the research and development tax credit relief, a company must have qualifying expenditure on one or more qualifying projects. So what do we mean by that? Qualifying expenditures are relatively limited 
number of categories of, ex of expenditure the company will incur. Staff costs, um, including pensions and employees' national insurance. Costs of materials used in the R&D. Basically, any of the utilities, water, heat, power, whatever, used in the R&D. Any software which is purchased for the R&D. In addition to that, certain payments to others, such as subcontractors, may also qualify, but this is a slightly more complex area. Now, the project itself must be set up to, to overcome a scientific or technological uncertainty, where that uncertainty is not capable of being resolved by an expert, a competent professional in the particular field, and the uncertainty is resolved using science or technology. Generally, the R&D tax credits applies to science or technology, hard science, um, rather than the softer sciences, just behavioural studies. You don't get much R&D tax for behavioural science research. So developing new projects, new processes, new medication, new buildings, all that sort of stuff will qualify. Okay, David, so let's just pretend I'm a client for a moment and I've just realised after having uh, listened to your podcast that I've done some R&D, or could potentially have done so, uh, but I've already completed the project. Um, you know, can I still claim? Yes, potentially yes. Um, there's a two-year time limit for amending a corporation tax return. So you will submit your corporation tax return within one year of your accounting period end, and you then have a further year to amend that corporation tax return. If you've done your R&D projects within any of those two years, then you can make a claim for it. Oh, right. Well, that's pretty generous, I would have thought. So that's great. Um, let's just pretend now that I'm doing work uh, for one of my clients, and I recognise it's probably R&D I'm doing. Does that count towards any R&D tax credits? Yes, potentially, under certain circumstances. However, I would say it's a very complex area, and it's difficult to give any hard and fast rules without knowing the full facts. The best thing to do is to speak to a competent professional advisor who has significant experience in R&D claims and they'll be able to tell you more about that. Okay, and I guess that you'd be one of those competent advisors, David. Indeed. Oh, that's great. Okay. Um, final question uh, before we wrap up, David. Um, uh, let's say I want to make a claim for R&D tax credits. I've got to the stage where I'm really convinced I've got something here. What's the best thing to do next? The best thing to do, I suppose, is to contact me. I'm happy to speak with and then go and visit any company which potentially has carried out um, R&D qualifying work. And my initial visit will be a free visit uh, to see if there's a claim and then we'd agree how to take the claim forward. No, that's brilliant. Well, David's details obviously can be found on our website, uh, www.smailsgoldie.co.uk. And David Hibbert is our corporate tax director. His details are on there. You can just ring our whole office 01482 326916 and David will clearly be pleased to help. Thank you very much. Thank you.